0: welcome to episode six of lost signals my name is Daryl I am joined again by mr JD it is Friday evening on April 9th I think I can't remember <laughs> my days anymore it's kind of been that sort of week you're you're batting a thousand so far everything's <laughs> correct hey hey man you know you, sometimes you just you, you, you pull it out, pull pull
1: it out of your ass sometimes, right? <laughs> sometimes. sometimes, sometimes you're just so? shot in the dark. Like, Hey, what do you know that hit? <laughs> yeah. 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 How you doing, man?
0: I'm tired. It's, it's been, it's been a week or two just running around and, uh, just being busy. Yeah. Uh, trying to go to bed early, but, uh, sometimes it doesn't work. Just got stuff
1: going on and, uh yeah yeah you just lay in bed looking staring at the ceiling going i can i could count every single one of those popcorn marks yeah <laughs>
0: yeah yeah pretty much just yeah trying to trying to fight that sleep sometimes so you can get a little more done but uh yeah 99 of the time it doesn't work because i can fall yeah. asleep at like in like
1: no time at all now just i've i've got the reverse issue even even when i'm exhausted like there are literally times where i am overtired and i'm so tired i can't fall asleep because i'm just wired for sound um and for the, like for the past two weeks like it's it's been hair straight back i i have not had a single day off until yesterday mm. and i worked today and then i work tomorrow and then i worked sunday and monday and tuesday so i'm not gonna have another day off until this upcoming wednesday um now the reason why this is is twofold one uh the work is there which is great and two um i figured out that uh the way things are rolling right now um i could actually be out of debt within like two months oh well yeah yeah (laughs) then why the fuck wouldn't
0: you be working your ass off
1: Well, that, yeah, that's just it, right? Like putting in the extra effort because the sooner I get out of debt, that sooner that means that I just have that extra income freed up, right? Yeah. No, 100%, man. Congratulations. I wish, I wish I was two months
0: from being debt free. Fuck.
1: Mm, I know. It's it's not easy. And quite frankly, I've been in debt since, uh, I guess, 2013. So eight years. Oh, fuck. Well, I like, I don't, okay. So I didn't like, I don't know your financial situation and we don't yeah. have to get into it, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't own a house. Um, I am divorced. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am making spousal support payments and that was a part of the agreement. Yeah. Um, I also had a psychotic ex girlfriend who fleeced me for money. Um, oh. uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: that, and so that, I'm, that paying, sounds like a story.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, and So I'm paying off that debt. Um and also like the spousal support payments are gonna end soon. Um, that is on a timeline, not not necessarily like an amount type thing. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, like I was smart that when I was married, we didn't buy anything together. So that does didn't make have a sp-
0: lot of sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't have to split a house, I didn't have to split a car or like anything, furniture, whatever, right? Yeah. So her bills were her bills, and my bills were my bills. But still, um yeah i've basically been digging myself out of debt constantly for eight years yeah um so seeing that finish line like in the middle of 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 a marathon as it were you know seeing the finish line is like oh you know what i got that little extra power i can finish this (laughs) yeah so no dude. i I, I get it
0: i I just yeah i i I wish i could be at that that point i mean (laughs) i bought a house in 2009 and probably never get rid of that mortgage payment you know like because i'm at the point <laughs> yes. now where it's like oh well i I, I, it- I like i live alone but it's like i kind of want a bigger place now so it's like uh maybe take this equity and buy something else it's just like mm-hmm. yeah man it's Yeah, but never- but that is that is your house this right? is this is i mean the bank <clears> still owns <throat> half of it but it's my house yeah yeah
1: that's fine see like i i live in an apartment yeah right and um like I, I got no problem sharing my financial situation. This is a two bedroom apartment in the middle of a mediocre sized town, almost the city of Prince George, British Columbia. And uh I pay nine fifty a month. But hmm. like I pay for I pay for security, I pay for the view because I have a beautiful val- uh, balcony with an incredible view that I can yeah. see pretty much all of Prince George. Um I also have like a full-size stove, a full-size fridge, um, access to washer and dryer. I have my own storage room, which one bedrooms and bachelor suites don't have. So like I could be out of debt faster, but at the same time, I'm living comfortably. So that that, like, that that's a really good trade-off sometimes. <laughs> exactly. You
0: know, like, <clears throat> like I bought my house, I was still in the oil patch and I think, that's going to be a, a a topic for for today's uh for today's podcast of kind of like work history work yeah. history yeah we'll we'll get into that later though yes um I when I bought it like I was working on the road so it's like I had the cash I mean the cash for like a down payment whatever it's like yeah let's let's just do this you know just to yeah. get away from throwing money at at nothing right you know yeah. like rent yeah. so. I bought the house and like in the first 5 months that I owned my house maybe slept here like 6 nights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 8 nights maybe like maybe or, or, like you know like a week here maybe like a couple days here and there just cuz I was gone all the time. Yeah. But then a couple months later I got my my real full-time job and then you know it made total sense what I did. But right. but that's that's a story for later. So
1: well <laughs> See, like, I, I I, never bought a house, but at the same time, like, I did work in the oil patch. And um, a, a lesson, lesson for anyone out there, if you are in the middle of a failing relationship, bad relationship, uh, or in my case, a crumbling marriage, um, get your own fucking bank account. <laughs> because yep. uh, I keep- worked in the oil patch. Yep. I worked in the oil patch for two years as a nitrogen tech and I have a ex-wife who lives comfortably in her own house to show for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, sounds, <laughs> so,
0: that sounds about right. I yeah, spe- she I leaves spe- me alone now. That's fair. I mean, I spent, yeah. I spent five years in the oil patch and I really don't have a whole bunch to show for it. <laughs> so...
1: Yeah. Um before we get actually into that work, let's let's go over uh news, I guess.
0: Yeah, let, let, let's see let's see what happened in the last let's what happened in the last day. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, so got to work this morning and had a little bit of spare minutes on my ha- hands this morning and uh, looked at hmm. Twitter and it's like, "Oh, Prince Philip
1: died." <laughs> Which Dude was a walking zombie for how long? The last pictures that I saw him, it's like he looked disheveled. He, looked, <laughs> yeah. he,
0: he looked like like uh, Sean's dad from Sean of the Dead, not Sean's. dad. Yeah. like after he turned into a zombie. Yeah, like when he's in the, in the Jag and he's like
1: trying to eat everybody. That's yeah. what he looked like.
0: I know, but, but worse.
1: Just, like you know, I I didn't like I I knew that Queen Elizabeth had. Uh, it is Queen Elizabeth, right? Yay. See, that's how out of touch I am. Yeah. Um, I knew Queen Elizabeth had her husband still around. I, I I was I think I was aware of the fact that his name was was Prince Philip. He wasn't the king. No. Um, but like I just like seeing photos of him is like, how is he not dead? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, like uh, a couple of years ago, he looked.
0: I'm, and like he looked to be in his 90s you know but he looked you know a little spry you know like he was he was mm-hmm. fine but in the last i don't know
1: like year he just looked like shit yes. really just yeah just complete you know just like do you know what dude you, you're royalty you live in the uk yeah go yeah, do yeah. what you want yeah. exactly. <laughs> enjoy it while you can yeah right my goodness yeah Oh, well i mean and then on the exact same day dmx well okay so the, the
0: thing about dmx dying hmm. uh i mean he had a, he, he overdosed last week like late last Is that week that what that was i thought it was a, yeah. a heart attack uh, yeah heart attack induced by an overdose don't know if it was don't don't i'm not even going to speculate because that's I, i'm not going it, to it's not my place and we're not medical I, doctors. I don't really care either. <clears throat> yeah. Um. But yeah. Apparently, it was an overdose. Um. He was in a vegetative state for the last week. Yeah. People were no brain activity. Yeah. People were reporting yeah. last night that he was. Uh. He was dead already, and he might have been, and it might have got leaked. But the family said, "No, no, no. He's not dead." And then they announced this morning that he was dead. It's like, yeah. Can- hmm
1: a tom petty thing all over again
0: yeah pretty
1: much pretty much everyone everyone in the music world and radio were losing their mind like tom petty rest in peace yeah yeah, yeah. you were an icon in the industry but it's like tom petty's in the hospital tom petty's not tom petty's dead no he's not dead he might be dead he's not doing well he's still in the hospital like fucking what's going on (laughs) That, that, that reminds of
0: that that simpsons episode where you know like mr burns was declared dead and then he yeah. was moved to a better hospital where he's declared living. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what it seems like with
1: this pretty much. Yeah. It's kind of what, yeah, it felt like, or, like
0: I, or were they stalling because they needed to get some legal work stuff done?
1: And you but, went, but that's and who, not,
0: and who knows?
1: Yeah. That's not out of the realm of reality. Yeah. Um, all, all I, all I knew is that DMX, uh, like, this is how much I paid attention to it. And no disrespect at all. It's just not my world. Um, DMX suffered a heart attack. He had zero brain activity. They had not pulled him off of life support yet. Um, and everyone was losing their collective minds. Of course they were. But you pointed out the fact that, you know what, DMX wasn't exactly uh, a walking saint.
0: No, And that that's the thing. Like, people are really easy to separate the artist from the human, DMX oh, you... was not a good person. No, and I, I, I'm like I, I again no, speak no speaking no ill will of the dead here, but like the dude had 15 kids, and apparently was like lacking on child support payments. Prize,
1: but I mean <laughs> it's. it's
0: <laughs> It, it, it sucks the way that yeah. that he had, that he died, you know, like, and maybe he wasn't happy, you know, like he had maybe depression or whatever, you know, like, and, and, and or, you know, bad drug addiction, like that, that happens mm. with people that get that famous like that, mm.
1: you know, or, or people in general, they just, they just lose their way and fall into addiction. And, you know, some, for some people, it's just a, a point of no return. Yeah. There is no coming back from it at all whatsoever. Yeah.
0: I mean, Um, it's not like, I I don't, it's not that I don't blame the guy for, for like maybe walking out on, on, on his obligations and stuff, but like, I I don't know, man. It's like, it's it's, like like anybody else in that situation. Mm. I, you, you, you have your reasons why you do it. It
1: doesn't make it right though no god no nope you know it, it sucks yeah but... um talking about talking about like separating the person from the artist um i i have a huge massive issue uh with the, some of the music that i play on my radio show now i have j- just the tiniest bit of creative control when it comes to my run list yep. it's it's a list that is already uh, scheduled uh, created by the music director of a radio station and um i do my best to follow it to a T. sometimes i'll change something sometimes I'll, I'll switch up an order sometimes i'll remove a song sometimes i'll put in a song yeah but anytime anytime i see the king of pop michael jackson show up on my run sheet I am itching for an excuse to get rid of it. Just itching for an excuse I, because hmm? I I'm I'm torn
0: by I mean I I I 100% get what you're coming from. Yeah, with 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 the craziness and I mean like the mm, how to how to how to how to skin this cat. <laughs> like I mean like. You you can't judge him for the allocation or the allegations, right? You know, right? Like because some of them were never proven, right? But I know he was not a a, a sane person.
1: God, God, no, and, far and from it. it. Yeah, but, but I mean, at the same time, it takes tragedy and a little crazy to create art. There is no argument here. Yeah. Right. And I know that, that people say that, like,
0: he created the Neverland Ranch because he didn't have a childhood. Which is true. 100%. I mean, like, I remember watching a, a documentary or, well, a mockument or whatever, some bullshit movie back in, in the day about, like, his growing up. I don't think
1: anybody would want that growing up. No, God, no. I, I think you and I saw the same thing. It's not a documentary, but it was a, it was a, a life mate, story. Yeah, yeah. Telling of, and it, right?
0: And it might have been maybe about the Jackson Five, maybe not specifically him, but I mean it was the, yeah. the beginning. Yeah, but yeah, like I don't know, man. So the the lengths so, that that parents will go to to uh, to make their kid famous, I mean that's a that's a that's a slippery fucking slope. Yep, bad yeah, things it, can happen.
1: Bad, kid, yes, and it's also like like I'm not a parent, you're not a parent, but at the same time we both were kids. Um. I know that there is a fine balance of encouragement and 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 helping grow a talent or skill or ability, and then there is living your life through your kid. <laughs> yeah, that that obsessive vicariousness. Yes. Is,
0: yeah, it's that's not healthy either. No, it's not. But um, I wanted to. So have, was- I, I did have a fun fact about DMX before. We, sure we move on to this uh in the year 2000 so like 21 go oh my god 21 years ago um i know so Where, uh where's the time go <laughs> <sighs> down the hatch like, like yeah. <laughs> uh so anyway. dmx was in a sum 41 video in the year 2000 in sum 41's very first video Mm-hmm. For makes no difference. He showed up on a quad.
1: Like a like a, an all-terrain vehicle.
0: I I watched the video before we, we started this tonight.
1: And, I, I'm getting flashbacks. And like something's ran true
0: here. Yeah. He he just so happened to be in Toronto, they were actually on the same label. Def Jam. <laughs> Apparently. That's I, I saw it on the end credits of this video. Mm. So Apparently, he was in Toronto for business or whatever. And he, his producer, hey, do you want to be in this video? You just got to roll in on this quad, make a scene, and then leave. So, yeah, DMX was in a Sum 41 video. <laughs> I actually saw that because I checked Twitter before we came on. It's like, why the fuck is Sum 41 trending?
1: <laughs> oh,
0: God, who died now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, it was just because of DMX. So, yeah, and so, so that's fun. I guess, yeah. I mean, to maybe leave on a little bit of a lighter note than the, you know, bad stuff we were just talking about.
1: Well, I mean, it's funny because without, without, without even planning it, I have a transition topic oh. uh, from well something we were talking about to something we're about to talk about. Um, I received a message uh, a couple of weeks ago from uh, a Adul- former coworker. Adult, adult friend finder? No, I blocked those. Sorry, that was a bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I received a message uh, from a former co-worker a couple of weeks ago, and like I hadn't heard from the guy in a while. Uh, it was when I was working in the oil field. Uh, yep. I was working for I was working for Halliburton, and uh, oh,
0: I was George W. Bush's company.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you ever meet old so... George W.? God, no. did not <laughs> Why would he come up to Canada? <laughs> it's cold. it's uh, cold up here. It's Too cold too cold my goodness hide them polar bears before he comes up <laughs> um so anyway uh again like i was a nitrogen tech and a nitrogen tech doesn't go out to work unless there are frackers and fracking crew is like the 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 meat of what the uh oil field is right um they're well, the ones i mean who go, we, we we could argue this later but yeah well, okay. So when it came, when it came to the job sites where I was, yeah, uh, like a good sixty five percent of the crew that was on site were frackers. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Okay, so he was a fracker. I was a nitrogen tech, but when, like we just got along because we had the same type of sense of humor and um, like we were we were hired at around the same time, so we went through the same training classes together. Anyway, so. Like, that was years ago. That was 2000. Last time I worked with him was late 2013. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, I got a text message or a Facebook message from him saying like, hey, dude, I'm sorry. I know we haven't talked in a while, but I'm like, I'm really struggling here. I am broken down on the side of the road. I'm just outside of this strip mall and I need to buy a fan belt so I can just get home. Could you like forward me 80 bucks? And I like honestly like I I was broke at that time like it doesn't happen often but I was just flat broke like I didn't have anything at all yeah um so I said dude like no totally understand I appreciate you shouting out and you know reaching out and trying but like honestly like I'm I'm just broke I'm sorry good luck right yeah so I was like yeah no worries no big deal so don't think anything of it and then. <laughs> Three or four days ago, I get another message from him like, hey, dude, can you, like, send me 20 bucks? I'll pay you 40. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, you weren't broken down on the side of the road. You were in a fix is what you yeah, were. <laughs> I've, I've heard that story before. Yeah. So I immediately, like, I I, I didn't respond. And I, I suggest if this happens to anyone and you suspect something like this, just, just. Just go nothing. Just, 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 go. Don't, just don't just don't. Yeah. So I blocked him immediately. And then I was like, wait, he he's not on social media as much as his wife is. Yeah. So I would like I go I go searching. Right. And then I I find his wife <clears throat> on Instagram and three months ago was a post saying uh, just to let everyone know, uh, myself and my husband have decided to separate. We're going in different directions, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, okay. So I sent her a message to go like, hey, um, so your, I guess, ex-husband has been sending me messages asking me for money. What's going on? And she starts getting into it. I'm like, oh, and then I start backtracking to 2013 and I'm like, he was starting to act weird towards the end yeah. of that job. Yep. <laughs> so uh yeah, he he fell into the crack pit, as it were. Yep. And uh so didn't seen... yeah, did not find his way out at all. I've seen that fall. Yeah. Man. I I've like going going back and thinking about it, like I've seen crackheads in action, and it's just the craziest fucking thing ever. Because I remember one time I was hanging out at a buddy's place and um, like whatever. It was, I was much, much younger. And so guaranteed I was a designated driver at the time. So I wasn't drinking any alcohol. Yeah. And like, I don't smoke and I, I I've only ever like smoked weed like two, three times. Anyway. So amateur clean as a whistle, dry, straight edge, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm at this party and there's this one guy sitting on the floor and he's, doing this he's just picking at the carpet i'm like what are you doing and what's that smell that's thinking crack. back and yes exactly that's thinking crack. back and moving forward is like oh he was looking for another fix yeah and of course he had like the carpet he was he was sitting on was a berber carpet yeah. multi-colored with little white specks in it so, see, so he must have been
0: he was just thinking going out he, of dro- his mind. he dropped a fucking rock, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh it must have been 2007. No, 2007. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say 2017, but, but probably 2007. Okay. Uh, I was working for a drilling company. I was working outside of Beaver Lodge, Alberta. I spent about five years up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, On got called by my my boss it's like yeah we got we got a month of work in the middle of summer which is odd mm. for for the kind of work i was doing on on a drilling rig it, it wasn't odd but it just like for the rig i was on we never got summer work mm. got a call from my boss he's like yeah get a hold of this driller he lives in kindersley it's a couple hours away from me but it's on the way up right not really but it was kind of right So like because the this driller needed a ride like yeah whatever you know he'll give me some cash for gas or whatever yep pick him up whatever we go to work go to work for a month and uh yeah i think we we worked like 26 27 days straight it's great you know we were making like tons of cash it was great yeah um we get uh we get a week off so go home or sorry i gotta jump back we uh get our week off. We're on our way home, but I got to take this trailer back to Kindersley. We had both worked the whole day and we're going to drive through the night. And, you know, like we're, we're five hours North of Edmonton. So I'm like 10 hours (laughs) away from home. So I'm like, I'll drive for the first bit. We'll get, you know, an hour or two out of Edmonton. I'll hop in the back seat. I'll crash. And then he can drive through Edmonton. And then on the way back or on the way to Kindersley, it'll be fine. Yeah. So whatever that happens, I crawl in the back seat, I fucking crash hard. Yeah.
1: All <laughs> <I'll>, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you know, I woke up every once in a while as we're going through towns, you know, like you know, you wake up and you look and you can see, you know, street lights or whatever going by. Yeah. All of a sudden we're stopped. We're stopped under a street light. I'm like, get up and i'm looking like where in the fuck are we I look around we're like we're around a bunch of houses (laughs) what in the fuck is going on look around more it's like and i see this guy running not running but like he's walking past the truck he goes to the box of the truck and he fucking jams something in his bag gets in the truck and we take off again i'm like where in the fuck are we? So, oh, man, I just had to grab something real quick. Do you know? It's fine. It's fine, though. We're, we're, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. I'm young and I'm naive. I didn't know what the fuck was going <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> Which is, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we get outside Edmonton. We're we're headed towards Kindersley. And, you know, I finally wake up and, and I'm awake and it's like I'm ready to, to drive again. It's like, yeah, yeah. man, I've been... I've been itching to get, get, get into that stuff I got in my bag the whole this whole way. I'm like, man, you're going to get yourself yeah. into some bad fucking trouble with that. <laughs> Whatever. Drop yeah. him off <clears throat> at home. He does his thing. I go home. I go back up to work. I tried to get a hold of him and see if he needed a ride back up to work. He said, no, I got a ride with somebody else. So I get up to work. Mm. We're at work that night. I'm working with two other guys, and there's supposed to be five of us. Mm. It was the driller that was buying the crack cocaine in uh, Edmonton, <sighs> and another guy that was not not a very good person either. <laughs> were they were supposed to be on our crew? Uh-oh. yeah, they never showed up.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they got they got arrested.
1: Oh, and Jesus, uh, yeah
0: just uh they never showed up the, on the on the bright side though i got a promotion so it was great <laughs> yeah
1: so don't do, don't do drugs kids yeah, yeah, yeah your fuck up is my success yeah pretty much <laughs> pretty much <laughs> um let me see here uh other cuz like you you and i like i i know that if i were to go through my resume and list every single fucking job i've ever had Ever since I started working when I was 14, um, my resume, uh, front and back, would be about six pages long. Mine would be probably pretty similar. Yeah, there's, exactly. There's
0: been a lot lot of stuff that I've done over the years. And we, we kind of alluded to this at the end of last week's podcast, too. So,
1: yeah. Um, so, like, t- talking, like, work horror stories, uh, you want to st- stay in the oil field. Um, like, some incredible experiences I had working out in oil field when I was working, uh, we were based out of Grand Prairie. I was living in Grand Prairie, <clears throat> but we worked. were so bad for you, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, we worked up and down Alberta, uh, most of like even higher north of British Columbia than I you, am right now. Did
0: you ever go up to like helmet? Like, no, like Fort Nelson, like that, that North
1: Fort Nelson. Yes. But like Fort Hel- Nelson. It, I
0: went there three times. Helmet is just north of Fort Nelson. Yeah, bo- I didn't, I didn't make it that far. I did. I ended up in in Helmet once, and it was not fun. <laughs> oh, it was it was
1: far, man. It was far. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, British Columbia, uh, Alberta, and Saskatchewan is pretty much where I was working. Yeah. Um. A, a more lighthearted hearted uh, work story is um. D- the part of the contract of me working for Halliburton was the fact that they were going to pay for my class one license class one license. If you don't live in Canada or if you don't live in British Columbia, it could be different wherever you are. Class one license uh, gives you the opportunity and the permission to drive big truck. Yeah. Uh, It also, you have to do like an air brake course and all that stuff. The air brake course stays on your license. So um, Halliburton was willing to pay for me to learn how to drive big truck and for me to get my class one license, which is a couple of thousands of dollars of investment.
0: It's $13,000 here now.
1: Yeah. Okay. So like not your class one, a, not cheap. And this company was not only willing to pay for this for me, but they were going to employ me (laughs) immediately afterward. Yeah. So, and they would probably pay you while you're going through the course. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, it was like a win, 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 right? Yeah. Um, so doing this job, working as a nitrogen tech, it was, it was fine. Um, but I found myself doing one of three things depending on, uh, what the job was. If I wasn't in the shop, I was out in the field. And so one of three things could be on the ground, which is by far the worst spot to be. In a nitrogen pump, which is more comfortable, but still not exactly the best, or driving balker, which means that you drive a tractor trailer, go to wherever a liquid nitrogen plant is, fill up that truck, and drive it back. And you can stop for coffee. (laughs) You can listen Mm -hmm. to their radio. You can just hit cruise control, and you get paid. Right. That sounds like probably the best job out of the three. So I knew, I knew that if, if I wasn't going to be inside a nitrogen pump, I was going to volunteer to drive because, (laughs) because I, I, I was basically like saying I was basically, uh, unbeknownst to me, but I figured out eventually no one wanted to drive. So, <laughs> well, whatever, right? Um, so no one wanted to drive. And so when the roster comes out and it's like, okay, we need so-and-so on pump A, so-and-so on pump B, so-and-so in the hurricane, which is a very big pump. Yeah. Um, and there's no other slots for uh, a nitrogen operator. I would go, drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to drive. So <clears throat> um, I got quick- quickly. Uh, I got asked and uh, tapped for a lot of driving jobs, which to me is fucking great. Yeah. It it got to the point where it's like that truck right there. That's your truck. JD don't let anyone else take that truck. That is your truck. Perfect. Cool. Right. So there was one time in grand Prairie, uh, we just got like an hour into our shift and it wasn't going to be anything exciting. We weren't going out into the field. We were just going to hang around the shop and, uh, a piece of equipment needed to be swapped out in Fort Nelson. Oh. Now from yeah, that, Grand Prairie to Fort Nelson, that's an eight hour drive. This yes, it is. <laughs> so I, I know because
0: I made that drive.
1: Yeah. So they, they immediately came up to me and said, do you want to do this? Went, Fuck? Yeah, sure. It's like, okay, well grab your truck. That's the trailer. It needs to go to Fort Nelson. Uh, call this number when you get close and someone will meet you halfway. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, like, hook it up, ready to go. Got my lunch, off I go, cruising down the road, having a great time. And then, yeah, as I get to Fort Nelson, like, I'm not gonna have enough fucking time to get back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because each one of these trucks has uh, a little unit. It's about twice the size of my phone, right? Oh. And it monitors. Yeah. Yeah. It your monitors hours. your your hours distance even tells me fuel consumption all that stuff right so i knew that at one point at some point in time this thing is going to start beeping and if i don't acknowledge it it'll shut down the truck yeah not not in motion but it'll be like you need to pull over now yeah so it'll probably start thrott- throttling you back and exactly yeah, yeah right um so anyway like haul ass out to uh, fort nelson from grand prairie Uh, and sure as, sure as heck, I get to close to Fort Nelson. I call the number. I said, Hey, I'm in this unit, blah, blah, blah. I am heading this way. They said, okay, guy's sitting in the truck already. He's leaving now. So sure as hell meet the guy swap trucks or swap trailers. Of course I keep my truck. Yeah. And, uh, just like, boom, pin it (laughs) and I'm making my way back. I get to Fort St. John. Oh yeah. And like the alarm starts going off and I'm getting tired and headlights coming at me are just becoming worse and worse and worse. So I call up my, uh, I call it my, uh, my field manager. And I said, I, I, I need to stop. He goes, yeah, yeah, I see it. The warnings just came up on my screen. Hold on. I'll call you back in five minutes. Okay, cool. Five minutes later, he calls up and he goes, all right, uh, I can see you. (laughs) Fucking creepy because like, yeah, I can see you on my map. Like, oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) yeah he goes uh you should see a hotel uh real quick uh name is your name is already on the list it's already been paid for grab a hotel room grab some something to eat and uh you know get back to the shop tomorrow it's like cool yeah so pull over sign out the truck and lock it up walk into the hotel and and (laughs) this is how quiet it is as i'm walking in to the hotel these people don't know me from adam as I'm walking into the hotel, the the person behind the counter goes, "James?" I went, "Yeah." He she, she goes, "Here's your card." You know? <laughs> See, <clears throat> walk up to my room, drop my bag, like, "Fuck, I'm hungry." Um, the hotel shared a parking lot with the Mr. Mike's Steakhouse. Nice. <laughs> I walked in there and uh again, like dead, like no one in there whatsoever. So like the, the bartender's chatting me up. The waitresses are coming by and just yeah. like, hey, how are things, blah, blah, blah. I ordered, I remember this vividly. I ordered a Smuggler's Cove chicken, which was uh, a garlic deep or garlic fried prawns and uh, a grilled chicken breast and mashed potatoes and like a tossed salad. And I ordered a eh. blueberry tea. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but. No liquor? Blueberry tea. Okay, so blueberry tea is actually a hot alcohol drink. (laughs) I'll give you a moment. I inhaled that beer. (laughs) 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 So a blueberry tea is actually a a hot alcohol drink. It's not actually just like a a tea bag. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's like, I can't remember what the hell is on it. And it's the first time I've ever had it. But I saw it went, that sounds perfect right now. Hmm. Anyway, so I had the Smuggler's Cove chicken with the uh, grilled garlic tiger prawns and the blueberry tea. I finished this fucking meal and I was so relieved and satisfied and exhausted, I had to fight back tears. (laughs) 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 After, like, it wasn't a bad day, it was a long day. Oh, yeah. So... Um I I I I went back to the hotel, passed out immediately, woke up the next morning, had a decent breakfast, got back to the shop, and it was just like, you know, it's it's days like that, like you don't mind it at all because it wasn't like I was in trouble and yeah. it wasn't like I was unappreciated or anything like that. It was just like, hey, you're back. Okay, cool. Like, like get on with the rest of the day. It was perfect. It was a perfect day. So so, my my time in the oil field was a
0: lot different, I guess. <laughs> um, so, I worked on a drilling rig. Mm. Like, uh, I worked on a telescopic double that drilled to 3,500 meters. That was our maximum depth we could drill to. Gotcha. We would get onto a hole and we would be there for anywhere from 30 to the longest we were on for like 85 days Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in one spot so it was actually kind of nice because you always went to the same spot you we had we had a camp set up it was it was great like we Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah it was a it was a lot busier when i was in the oil field compared to what you're talking about (laughs) it's like so you're saying like you you rolled into fort st john and just uh got a hotel room yeah not back when I was out there, there, there was no way there was no really? way. Cause it was that busy that mm. I knew companies that booked hotel rooms for like perpetually. It's mm-hmm. so like they, they found a block of rooms. <clears throat> they would just keep paying for them no matter if they needed Jeez. them or not, because they, in case somebody needed them, they had them because it was that busy up there.
1: Well, when when were you in the oil field? Because I was working from two thousand twelve to two thousand fourteen.
0: I was two thousand five to two thousand nine.
1: Okay, yeah. So, so like, like massive market difference. Yes. Yeah. I
0: like I I worked through the crash of two thousand eight. I wasn't affected by that at all because the company that I was working for had contracts, which is really uh-huh. good. Where yeah. everybody else is sitting at home, I was working. <clears throat> yeah. But
1: I I was uh. I I got out just as things started to plummet at the end of yeah. t- 2013. <clears throat> um, there was I can only remember one time where it was a bit of a it wasn't a struggle but it was definitely a cluster, a clusterfuck to get a hotel room, and it was uh,
0: High Prairie, High Prairie, Alberta. That's what two hours north of
1: grand prairie yes i think, I think so. so yeah
0: yeah that sounds about right
1: <clears throat> it was uh like I, I hope i didn't cut off your story mm. okay <clears throat> no it, um l-
0: l- the gist of my story was that like it, it's a very it was a very different time when i was out there and yeah <clears throat> i man you you I'll, I'll i'll get into that in a bit
1: <laughs> okay sure yeah um <clears throat> I think it was High Prairie. Um, I, I know it's not high level Alberta. That's different. Because um, High Prairie, you you drive in between mountains. And it's basically a straight stretch. And at one point in time, you actually drive through the middle of a coal mine. Okay. <clears throat> and then to get up to High Prairie, uh, you have to scale a mountain with a switchback road. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um so again, like we were doing a job out just just beyond uh this area. And uh there was a hotel that we were staying at. And they said, Okay, uh blah 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 blah. You're you're on this job, you're on this job, you're on this job. Uh JD, you're on bulker. I went, yes <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so uh but this was a this was a different situation because uh there was no nitrogen plant close enough for me to make a day trip so i had to meet other bulkers other tractor trailers yeah and transfer from from their tractor trailer to my tractor trailer liquid nitrogen and i couldn't just take their trailer i had to transfer you actually physically had to transfer it yeah exactly right so Um, that was my job and everyone else was on a schedule. And when you're on a schedule, like you either on day shift or night shift, that's it. Right. And, you know, depending on how far away you are from the site, your day could be 13 hours to 16 hours. Like it's just stupid. Me being on bulker meant that my schedule was dependent on what was available. So the first night... Uh, they said, okay, everyone's getting a room, uh, sharing a room, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you, you know, switch off with day shift, night shift. Like, okay, fine, whatever. And, uh, I, uh, unfortunately, uh, had to share a room with a guy by the name of Dave, uh, great guy, but he had, uh, breathing, excuse me, oh, breathing yeah. and sinus issues, like visibly, <laughs> Right. The guy snored when he was awake so it, it wasn't good so i uh, when i found out i was having to share uh, a hotel room with him separate beds uh <laughs> what, whatever
0: you need to tell yourself man i'm not i'm not one shut to up judge shut up
1: i'm telling the story Ooh. so um i'm,
0: I'm telling I, the truth though
1: yeah i i did everything possible to try to make sure that i was going to get to sleep first and so fortunately, like I, I fell asleep. Now, when I woke up the next morning, I instantly realized there was going to be an issue because uh, I woke up due to Dave's phone going off as the day shift crew was looking for him to finish, to, to wake up so that they can go to work. And I hadn't gotten the call yet to meet the bulker. yeah so first of all i literally was hucking every single fucking pillow across the room to wake up dave and he wasn't waking up and finally he woke up and he got out and then about an hour later i got the call you know a a transfer truck is on its way meet him somewhere between here and there yeah okay fine so wake up have breakfast blah, blah blah and i'm going through my shift and then transfer, drive my way out to the site, transfer back. And then I got back to the hotel and I instantly realized that this was gonna be an issue because my day had now transferred from being on the day shift to being somewhere between day shift and night shift. So I called up my manager and said, like, look, like, I'm not complaining, but I'm, I'm telling you the situation right now. I'm on a completely different schedule. I'm not on day shift. I'm not on night shift. I am somewhere in between. Get me a goddamn room. Yeah, and I don't. And I said, like you know, like I don't think it. I don't think it's gonna be fair for me or whoever I'm sharing a room with if this continues because I'm on a different schedule. And on top of that, like you're having four people to a room, which means oh that God. if it, which means that you know if. If I'm in between day shift and night shift, and that means that when I try to go to sleep, like where am I going to find a fucking room? Because day shift is now taking, or night shift is now taking up a bed where I should be. Yeah. They said, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, Go up to the reception desk and tell them this is the account number and find any room possible. I say, okay, cool. So I go, I go up to the reception and uh, the front desk and I say, here's the situation. Here's what's going on. Here's the account number. I need a room by myself. I said, Oh, we don't have many rooms at all. <laughs> I, I'm I not picky. I don't, I don't, I care. don't care. Like I, it's yeah, I don't, I don't care. Like I just need a room to myself. That's all right. And I, I wasn't asking for anything at all. Just give me a fucking bed. Yeah. A bed and a shower. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> they said, okay, well, um, not in this building but in the building behind us there is an extra room you can have it's on the ground floor i'm sorry I went, whatever i don't fucking care right so I, I go i go into the other building like i grab all my stuff i go into the other building and i open the door to my brand new room there's a king size bed there's a hot tub in the middle of the fucking room i'm like yes <laughs>
0: nice that 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 is a definite win
1: yeah, so uh, so I uh, I I I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning. I go to go to work, transfer, blah blah blah. Drive out the site, and then I see Dave and I see one of my buddies, Ryan, and they're like, hey, you, you got your own room? I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, what is it? Like, what what's in it? It's fucking nothing special. <laughs> it's just shit. So you you don't even want to see it. It's that bad. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like it's it's a bed. It's a closet with a bed. That's yeah. Little did they know, like an hour an hour after I'm done my shift, I'm like, Ugh. in the hot tub, yeah, <laughs> nice. Man,
0: so, so,
1: so one winter,
0: we were working in Grand Prairie, well, Beaver Lodge, which, again, yeah. just, just west of Grand Prairie. uh, we knew we were gonna be there for the whole winter, so there was nine of us off of the rig I was on there's there's three mm-hmm. crews, there was always two two crews on the rig, and there was always one crew that was off Mm -hmm. on on their week off. So three guys on each crew, the guys that had kind of been on the rig for for a while, we decided to rent a trailer. We rented a house trailer. Ooh. It cost us $1,800 a month to rent this house trailer. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was really good because there was nine of us. It cost us $200 each a month. You're we getting fucking... We were getting a hundred and fifty dollars a day, or a hundred and forty dollars a day for a living allowance. So in a day and an hour or two hours, your your fucking your your room and board was paid for.) <laughs> <laughs> there was cannot complain. There was always beer in the fridge, there was oh. always groceries in the fridge. We, oh. went, we went out to eat every night because that's just yeah. the way we
1: were yeah
0: but yeah and there like it, it, it was warm
1: <clears>
0: he <throat> had a bed
1: it was comfortable
0: there was a shower that's all like fucking that's all you really gave a fuck about
1: yeah we had a crew yeah.
0: truck it, yeah it was great <clears throat>
1: yeah. yeah man um did so you I, ever run into the issue go ahead
0: no no no, no. you go you go right ahead. I, my, did my, you ever
1: my, run into the issue of it uh, being too cold
0: um kind of so in the winter on a drilling rig there's always a boiler set up so we always had steam heat so you're always kind of cold or and you're always kind of damp you're i mean kind of warm kind you know that that steam heat it's always kind of that damp heat right
1: yeah it's not the best no. no
0: but i mean it's better than nothing yeah so every once in a while you know you go and you had to walk around and and do stuff around the lease. And the lease is big, it's like football field big at times. Yeah. And uh yeah, a couple times you know like I'd be walking across and I was wearing those those Dunlop the green bastard boots we called them <laughs> or the the if you had the orange ones the pumpkin fuckers. <laughs> yeah. And I I still have I still have a pair of the pumpkin fuckers at home, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, but they're they're great boots. But yeah, mm. there was one day I was walking across the lease, and it it was like minus forty out, mm. and I I fucking I they froze. It yep. was like walking in ski boots. I actually have a picture of me holding a digital thermometer, pointing it at the ground, and it was like or pointing it at the catwalk, and it was minus forty five or forty six or some yeah. shit. Yeah, no, so uh, like I, I've dealt with that, mm. and it it was disgusting, and I fucking hated it, but. They're paying me good money to do it. So,
1: there's two instances that come to mind where I had to deal with uh, too cold. Uh, One of them was Mother Nature, and the other one was a a catastrophic failure. Yeah, I'll get uh, the catastrophic catastrophic failure uh, was just outside of Whitecourt, which is very high up Alberta, and um, that's
0: not very high up.
1: High, high ish.
0: That's like an hour and a half north of Edmonton.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. So but for some um, people that would
0: be considered high up Alberta,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm just speaking to the general audience. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was, I was on the ground and it was in the middle of, in the middle of, uh, a shift. So I didn't have the opportunity to go driving cause there was no point in driving. And also there was no, uh, pumps for me to operate so i was on the ground yeah which is unfortunate uh it wasn't too too cold outside but it was definitely nipping at the heels of winter now the catastrophic failure happens when something uh, a line a pump um a pipe something like that just lets go yeah and (laughs) i was i was in full gear uh prepared for winter standing beside a nitrogen pump (laughs) and it the the bottom end of it just let go and it dumped nothing but liquid nitrogen on the ground oh and i i i was like standing like right next to it when it happened and i knew i was in trouble immediately so i as i'm running past i hit all the levers shutting the whole thing down yeah right and and shutting the 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 line and the flow and everything just blah 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 as I'm running past, and I'm sprinting towards one of the trucks, and I can feel like everything in my heel, in my ankle, in my foot just locking up. Right. Oh yeah. I get I get inside one of the uh, the, the trucks, and working the oil field, one of the trucks is always an F three fifty. It's funny. They're like, always white. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like around my hometown. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that still happens
1: so i get into the passenger side of this truck as soon as i slam the door i i like i just shift my body to one side and i hear crunch and i look down and my brand new winterized work boots had just split open because they were frozen solid yep it saved my feet
0: thank fuck but
1: it sacrificed the fucking boots
0: hey man they were doing their job then
1: they were doing their job yep. so that was the catastrophic failure. The other time where it was too cold was a lot less dramatic. (laughs) Uh, It was just outside of Fox Creek and um, it was a small crew. They only asked for one pump. And so uh, I got to work with one of my buddies, Ryan. And um, (laughs) we get out there and he's he's like, he's paying attention to the news. He's paying attention to the weather and he's kind of like rubbing his hands together. Like he's a, an evil overlord and whatever. Like, well, what's going on? He goes, so It was going to get cold tonight. I went Okay. He goes, If it gets cold enough, y- y- you'll see. You'll see. Went, okay. 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 So, <clears throat> sure as, sure as shit, it's bloody cold outside. Yeah. Um, there's only one pump. Ryan and I are taking turns. Um, one night he's in the pump, I'm on the ground. The other night I'm in the pump, he's on the ground. Yeah. But, it's so cold outside where it's just like if you if you don't have to be on the ground, get into the truck and just and stay, stay warm. Stay warm, yeah. Exactly. Um, and then and then one night I was I was in the pump, and to be inside a nitrogen pump is to be inside a refrigerator with windows and a door and a giant instrument panel. And it's noisy as fuck. <laughs> just, just nothing yeah. but noise. And the only thing that's saving your ears is the fact that you have to wear a headset to communicate with yeah. uh, the other crews and the operators and stuff like yeah. that. And it's well insulated. So anyway, and in the middle of this, and I hear everyone, everyone start shutting down immediately, like kick out, kick out. And that's all we're hearing is just kick out, kick out, kick out. So kick out and shut down the pump and just stop the flow and the whole deal. And then I hear an alarm and then I see Ryan come screaming out of the truck. And he's like, yeah, like what's going on? So he comes into the pump. He goes, it's too cold outside. It's too cold outside. I went, okay. Well, like what's, are we in trouble? He goes, no, no, you don't understand. It's so cold outside that we now have to sit here and get paid full tick to make sure the trucks stay running. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went, oh yeah. <laughs> so for a week straight I sat in one of the trucks and just had it on high idle in the sleeper cab. Every single one of these trucks were a sleeper yeah. truck. In the sleeper truck, uh playing video games, watching movies <laughs> yeah. and getting paid like three, four, or five hundred dollars a day to do this.
0: See, I never had, I never had that luck because it no, well, because like, we were all self sufficient, right? Like, cause right, we had multiple diesel generators. Yeah, like my my job before I quit, I was a motorhand, so I actually took care of like seven or eight huge diesel generators, did oil yeah. changes and maintenance on them and all. So like, there was always a backup one ready to go. We always had a backup generator. So, like, we never got to shut down when it got too cold. Even (laughs) if it got too windy. It's like, no. It's like, no. Just just shut the the fuck up and go to work. (laughs) But the the, the nice thing was, like, when Mm. when we got to, like, the super deep stuff that we did, like, when we were, like, 2,000, like, 2,800 meters or deeper, we were drilling, like, five meters an hour.
1: Okay. Yeah. Not even
0: like, like two meters an hour. So like you would do, you would add another pipe three times a night in a 12 hour shift. And then you just go and you'd clean stuff and hang out and just try not to be seen. (laughs) I'm busy.
1: Yeah. Doing busy work. Like I I,
0: (laughs) My thing was, I would just walk around with a wrench and act like I was doing something and Nobody would ever question me because that was my job. It's like, oh y, he must be going to fix something. It's like I wasn't going to fix <laughs> something. I was just fucking trying to keep busy yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but well, you know I, what the thing is mm-hmm. the rig never blew up, mm. and we were always busy, so I was obviously doing something right. Yes, yeah so
1: we so the the one catastrophic failure was the one time I could remember uh something going that wrong uh especially on the nitrogen side yeah um there were there were times where a, a frack rig or pump or chemical truck or even a a cement truck uh and yeah we worked with cement pumps as well yeah uh would would fail and it would shut down everything and it didn't matter to us at all because we were still there everything was still connected to the pump so that meant we were still getting paid yeah. Um. But there, there were other times where it's just like, oh, come on, some, anything, come on, just do something, right? Yeah. And those days sucked. But you know, at the end of it, you you get to the payday and you look at the check and go, okay, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, full
0: disclosure: the one year yeah. that I was working. It, it was summer we were getting uh we were getting our, our full subsistence so we're getting 140 dollars a day tax-free mm. i was taking home fifty five hundred dollars every two weeks and this was like 13 years ago
1: oh yeah 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 i mean that's reasonable yeah totally
0: yeah like that—that that was a like even now. I mean, like if you were taking home taking home fifty five hundred dollars every two weeks, like that's a lot of money. Mm. I, I'd I'd stab somebody for fifty five hundred dollars for every two weeks. Yeah. Right <laughs> like I'd stab him repeatedly. Um. Anyways, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean that that's you know you know we 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 started this with. Like, oh, you know, like job history and whatever. And then we ended up just talking about the oil field for fucking 45 minutes. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Oh, no, absolutely not. We can talk about other jobs <laughs> another time.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a one more story, one quick story that I could tell. I could tell you why I stopped. Yeah. <clears throat> and it,
0: it And then that, that really... I'll t- tell you about the time I cut somebody's finger off. <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that's that sounds good. That'll, right, be a, so, that'll be
0: a good way to end it.
1: Yes, exactly. So the reason why I stopped is it, it sounds silly and it sounds ridiculous, but it really comes down to a lack of communication. Um, I'm the type of guy where as long as I'm informed, as long as you tell me what I need to do, where I need to be, and what I got to do when I got there, I'm fine. It's pretty, pretty simple stuff, right? Yeah. But it it came down to, um, a severe lack of communication and zero excuses. So I had two bosses. Um, and one, one was more superior than the other, but, um, I also had two cell phones, my personal cell phone and my work cell phone. Ugh, (laughs) I wasn't a fan. But um, so it all started to break down uh, when we all got these new cell phones. <clears throat> they, they, for whatever reason, and I, I have a sneaking suspicion I had something to do with it. And I'll explain why in a minute. Um, we all got iPhones Gross. for work phones. Gross. First and only time I've ever held one of these things and claimed it was my own. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, So this is how they were basically going to communicate. But at the same time, I still had my own phone, and uh, I had a a BlackBerry at the time. And so I started noticing that um, I was constantly late to pre-trip my truck and go out onto a job site, but it wasn't for any reason other than the fact that everyone else started earlier than me. And so I approached one of my supervisors and I said, what's going on? He goes, well, you're late. I said, late for what? He goes, well, I sent out a mass text and asking everyone to be at the shop by such and such time because we're heading out to blah, blah, blah. And so I, I pulled out my work phone and I looked at it and I showed it to him and I go, you didn't text me. He goes, well, it must've been your personal phone. So I pulled out my personal phone and I go, nothing he goes oh, oh okay well no we'll, we'll see if we can rectify that yeah. cool <laughs> whatever you know so anyway get through the job and then uh there's one time we're after this we head out to a job site and we set up and then we are camped in fox creek and uh, the agreed upon time was um uh be awake by six and be in a truck by seven, a.m. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine. So, <clears throat> we get to the camp, and we had this agreed conversation. Awake by six. Truck by seven. I like. I literally like. Grab my dinner. Make my way to my room, and and like eating it as I'm grab Basically, my dinner. Make my way to my shop. room, and what happened there?
0: Sorry, I was, I was pulling something up. I'm sorry.
1: <clears throat> go ahead. Okay. And go to bed immediately. So then I wake up at six and I get ready to go have breakfast and I realize quickly that the rest of my crew isn't around. Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, Get into the truck at seven o'clock and I again quickly realize. The rest of my crew isn't even around, period. So leave the truck idling, head back into the shop or head back into the camp. Yeah. And all of a sudden I start to see my crew start rambling into the the um, cafeteria. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Like, oh, they bumped up the time. Uh, We have to be on site by nine o'clock. Like, what? Why didn't anyone tell me? Well, it was sorry um you know did you have your phones on like fucking yes yeah <laughs> jesus so that happened and then <clears throat> there was a meeting that followed and it was basically like an open forum meeting where the managers were there and the rest of the crew were there yeah and like so like just get any anything out and i went okay uh the lack of communication here is really troubling and I go, what do you mean? I said, um, I've already found myself in a couple of situations where it would have been nice to know the start time uh, or if the start time has changed and I wasn't informed. And there's no excuse. I always have my phones on, both phones, and I'm not getting any text messages or phone calls or nothing. And I, I said, like, it really, it it could really, and like not, not directly directly, uh, claiming myself, but saying it could really make someone feel like they're not a part of the team.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they said, Oh yeah, no, we, we totally understand. We totally understand. Like, okay, cool. So everything's fine for a couple more weeks and I'm getting these text messages and, you know, come here, grab this, blah, 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 grab your truck. And then, uh, we were on night shift and last I heard was, Hey, uh, what was it? We were on night shift and they said, okay, you're going to transfer over to day shift. So take a day and a half that way you can reset and then off you go. Yeah. Say, okay, cool. So I'm on night shift. I stay up, stay up ungodly amount of hours. <clears throat> and okay. then yeah, just, yeah, as, yeah. just as I'm about to head to bed, I get a text message. Hey, we need you at the shop. <laughs> what? <laughs> we need you to go out and go to this site and grab a truck and then come back. I'm like, but I've just I've what? just been up for like over 24 hours. Oh, well, uh why why'd you do that? Uh what do you mean why'd I do that? I was told I was going over to day shift. Oh, well, I mean, you should you know you should check with us. But like oh, hold on. Yeah. Hold the fuck on here. So I go into the shop and I go, what's the fucking big idea? It's like, well, you should have checked with us. I said, the last I heard was I was moving from night shift to day shift. Take a day and a half off. That way you can transfer over and be properly rested for day shift. That's the last I heard. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you should have just, like no, 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 don't put this on me. Well, we need someone to go out there and grab the truck fine so i, I, I would, drive out i am dog tired but i'm yeah. not tired enough that i'm in trouble drive out get to site grab the truck bring it back wash it don't talk to anyone go straight to bed i was throwing the fucking keys at him <laughs> yeah. fuck you just fuck you just so I'm like, I'm like, I'm this close. I am this close to just like yeah, pitching everything across the yard. Like, fuck y'all. Right. So I'm just, I just, good night's sleep. That's all I need. Good night's sleep. Right. So then I wake up the next morning and my alarm goes off. I look over. Okay. Nothing on my phone. Look over at work phone. Nothing there either have breakfast, make my way to the yard, go through the morning meeting, look around where the fuck is my crew? (laughs) So I find, I, I don't, I don't find my crew. I don't find any, either one of my two managers. Yeah, I go find a fracking manager and I said, where's nitrogen, where's nitrogen crew, Charlie? oh they're out at fox creek oh (laughs) i call up i call up the more senior senior of the senior senior more senior of the two managers and i go hey it's jd what's going on where are you i'm at the shop oh hold on a sec click five minutes later call back It's the more senior of the managers. He goes, yeah, uh, the other manager fucked up again. He didn't text you. You should have been in the yard by 5 a.m. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm just fucking livid at this point in time. (laughs) Holy shit. How does this go wrong? And so I asked him, like, what happened? Like, what happened to the conversation? What happened to, like, hey, you know, this could really make someone feel like they are not a part of the team and also the whole rigmarole of me being up for 24 hours and then trying to chastise me for being up for 24 hours after I understood that I was transferring over to day shift. Yeah. What the hell's going on? And the manager I'm speaking to goes like, I, I don't know. Um, He, I guess just doesn't add you to the text message group. Um, Like, he clearly has you in his phone I have you in my phone clearly I'm like yeah okay um I'm done <laughs> yeah he, he goes what I said all the respect I'm gonna finish this shift I'm gonna take my holidays and then I'm back for two weeks and then I'm done I would't even gone back for the two weeks fuck you <laughs> <laughs> I sh- I, I don't, but see my, my thought, my thought was, is like, I got another good payday coming up, yeah, regardless right. of what's going on. Even all these fuck ups that happened, all these miscommunications that happened, they still paid me. Right. Yeah. Even though according to the books, they shouldn't have, but they still did. So I, this was again, twofold because I try to think a little forward is one, I still had another payday coming up and two, I want them to suffer. <laughs> for the remainder 3 weeks and watch me work my ass off and have them go we fucked up.
0: I don't know man. I don't know. I don't think they care that much. I really don't. Oh
1: no, they uh towards the end there is like is there anything we can do to keep you <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Nope. Yep. Yeah, there's one thing you could have done to keep me. Fucking keep me informed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so so, th- th- this will be the last story that I'm going to tell. Sure. So, <clears throat> my very first year on the rigs, uh, I worked on what they called the uh, the penalty box rig. It wasn't actually my very first rig. I actually went out to one rig by Grand Prairie, and then I chickened out, kind of. Okay. But, I, did, I just, it, it was too far away for me to go to work. Hmm. Was what I was thinking. So, they sent me to a rig in uh, Slave Lake, Alberta. Oh, yeah. Or was it Slave Lake? Yeah, it was. So, I ended up going out to this rig for for the entire winter. And it was good. It was fine. There's a bunch of other stories that I could tell that happened during this time. But I'm just not going to get into that because it takes way too long. And it's way too convoluted and fucked up. (laughs) But, uh, anyways. We were... Without, without anybody, like, with for people listening that don't understand rig stuff, what we were doing the night I cut the guy's finger off. Oh, God. And it wasn't even my fault. So we were putting up a 10-inch PVC pipe to devote or divert drilling fluid from one part or from the drilling stem to go over our shaker system okay so all of it, it was it we had two pieces of 10 inch PVC pipe one mm. was belled on one end and we had it duct tape up duct tape duck duct taped up here we go
1: we're, we're in overtime right now so yeah, i'm not oh, yeah, you at all. We're,
0: we're way we have we're way over um so it was <laughs> Minus 40 some that night. Mm. So I was on the lower end of the pipe. The Derrick hand was on the upper end of the pipe as we're trying to put this pipe into position because we mm-hmm. were just rigging up. So he's like, lift it up, lift it up. So I lifted it up. Where it was taped in the middle broke. And the pipe fell. And all of the handrails on these rigs are like two-inch square tubing. Right. And again, it's minus 40 out. So he had about that much of his pinky over the edge of the square tubing. And this PVC pipe that probably weighed not much, like maybe 50 pounds fell right on his finger.
1: Oh. <laughs> and
0: he, he he jumped around a little bit. Like he he thought he just you know like it just maybe lost the nail or something. Yeah. Whatever. He went up into the the doghouse, which is the control center of the of the rig. Yeah. And I went up there too right away. Not right away because I didn't see it, but uh I guess he took his glove off and looked and then he shook his glove out. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> And the end of his pinky came out.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. oh, God. Yeah. So, uh.
0: so that was one story from the penalty box rig. And I'll tell you right. the last story of the night that I'll tell. Sure. Was the day that I left the penalty box rig. Okay. So, I worked on that rig for the whole winter of, I think, 06. Whenever the Oilers had their last playoff run oh six i think that's right yeah. yeah i think it was the spring of oh six yeah so we went we got a bunch of work in edson or not a bunch of work we had a couple holes we had to do in heads edson mm. go up there and they're all re-entry holes so like they're old wells that were dug fucking like 40 years ago they want us to go in and redrill them and, and see if we can find something afterwards So we get out there, we're out there like 12 days or something and we, uh, we do a bunch of work and then all of a sudden we lose something down the hole. So in big rig terms, that means you're completely fucked if you lose something down the hole because you have to go and get it out. There's no, there's no, you have to, like, like you you can't just leave it down there. You have to get it out. So we, we actually end up getting what we needed out of the hole, but then something else happened and I can't remember because it's like fucking 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. We ended up having to trip in and out of the hole every day for like six days. Oh. Like, cause we're trying to find something or get something or like get to a certain point. So it was a Sunday morning, I think. And me and a buddy that I'm still friends with, actually friends with, actually, we, uh, we're on our way out to the rig and I, I had a bad night, you know, like, and it's not that I was hungover or anything. It was just like, I was just tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, cause like I was physically tired, like. Seven days of like this back breaking work, just fucking like beating the shit out of myself. Yeah. I looked at him and said, It's like, if there's drill pipe in the derrick, I'm going home. Well, what does that mean? Okay, so if there's drill pipe in the derrick, that means they they pulled out of the hole and there's stuff that they have to change. Because like something got went missing or something went wrong. Right. We came over to the top of the hill where we could actually see the rig. And there was drill pipe in the derrick. And I looked over at him I'm like, <laughs> I shook my head. It's like, I'm out. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm out. I'm fucking out. I pulled up to the rig. Mm. Normally, you, you never pulled right up to the rig because like, you, you, there was no reason to. You, you were supposed to park way far away from the rig. Yeah. And so you know, if there was a fire or whatever, you could get the fuck out of there yeah pulled right up to the rig went in went to my locker grabbed everything i didn't even give a fuck grabbed everything threw it in the box of my truck (laughs) fuck you i'm out it was eight o'clock in the morning i think by two o'clock i was at home and i was drinking a beer it's like
1: (laughs) the smartest thing i've done all week yeah yeah i got home and
0: I think like I wasn't like I was living by myself, but I think I went came to my hometown. My parents were like, "What are you doing home? I thought you were at work." It's like, "No, I'm done. I quit." Yeah. They're like, "Why?" It's like, "I'll tell you later."
1: Just, just, <laughs> yeah, it's right just now. bad. It's, yeah,
0: yeah. And they could see it, like <laughs> the look in my eyes. I was just I was just fucked. So
1: this this is this is the vision of this a is, defeated man.
0: This is this is the best thing that happened to me all week. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean we could go <laughs> and talk about oil field stuff for probably another four hours, but it's so- it's
1: oil oil field work is something that you know what reality t v will never truly capture be it uh drilling rigs like you or fracking like me um no. Like a lot a lot of the stuff that you see on TV like ice road truckers. I I want to reach across and just slap every single one of those fuckers. My, my uncle uh, was an ice
0: road trucker. He's like he's like no that that shit doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. No, it's yeah. dramatized
1: for TV. Yeah. Um there was the, one
0: there was one show that was actually a little more accurate, but I can't remember what it was called now about a drilling rig. It wasn't the rig. Hmm. But there was another one that was there was hmm. a little more accurate compared to what it would normally be
1: yeah yeah but like working in the oil field and and dealing with that like like i said like like that's that's a a not necessarily like a hidden world but it's definitely an unknown one like it's it's one of those things where you you have the the typical veteran saying like you gotta you weren't there man you gotta fucking be there because it is something that doesn't really get talked about. It's not hidden, but at the same time it's also not exposed, you know. Well,
0: the, the thing is, think about that world is it doesn't exist anymore. No. It's no. it it it's not there. It it's there it's it's gone. Like yeah. the days when there was 350 rigs working in Alberta and another 100 in Saskatchewan and another like 80 in BC. Those days are gone. They'll yeah. never happen again. Yeah. And yeah. I know you there's, a, there's a lot of people that are banking on that. And I, I really wish it would for the mm. sake of that, like for all those people working, but it's not, like, realistically, it's not going to.
1: Yeah. No, you, you and I, you and I, and even my buddy Ryan got out probably when we needed to. And uh, like, I know that, just, just looking at the market and also looking at my investments and where they were headed towards the end of 2013, like no, I'm, I'm, it, it, as if I already didn't have a reason to leave, I'm fucking leaving. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, this is your show.
0: Yeah. Well, man, it's been <laughs> a good one. It's been, it's, it was the oil field episode. That's what we're gonna. Call it. <laughs> it's a that's,
1: jaunt down memory lane.
0: Yeah, and it made me think of a lot of things that I fucking forgot over the years yeah. <laughs> man i used to have nightmares about oh, about, yeah. about the rig we called them rig mares yeah you know, rig because you'd be at home and you'd wake up in the middle of the night it's like holy fuck i'm supposed to be at the rig right now <laughs> then you, you look around it's like no i'm at home
1: oh my god no oh, no, no no i yeah. should make breakfast <laughs> yeah, yeah. no i should go
0: back to bed yeah Six, yeah that too yeah Awesome, man! No, it's a good one. It's good. It's a good chat. Good chat. Yeah. Uh, so we're we were gonna talk about something we're gonna we're gonna talk about next time, but I guess uh,
1: just have to tune in and find out. Yeah.
0: You guys will know what we when we know because be- <laughs> <laughs> when we figure
1: this shit out, you will know. <laughs> maybe, maybe because a
0: lot of this is just off the cuff. This whole episode actually ended up over two topics.
1: Yeah. And it was
0: Prince Philip dying and DMX (laughs) dying. That's all we had planned for tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: All right. You and I both have stories to share.
0: This is true. My name is Daryl. This is JD. We are out for tonight. Thank you for checking out the Lost Signals podcast. And we are going to see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Yeah